Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mums That Meet podcast. Hope everybody's had an amazing week. This week I'm sitting down with Nicole. Nicole's an early years teacher and she's a mum of one. We talk about the lack of representation and why that was the reason why she started her Instagram page, Mummy and Trainers, the benefits of learning through play at home and why we should be organised but yet flexible in mum life. Hope you enjoy this episode and thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me today, Nicole. Thank you. Would you like to give everyone a little intro to yourself? Hi, everyone. My name is Nicole. Um, you can also find me on Instagram as Mummy and Trainers. I am um, an early year specialist teacher and an early years consultant. Um, and my son is four years old. Wow. Well, thanks so much, Nicole, for joining me again. Um, so I guess let's just get straight into the question. So okay. did you always want to be a mum? Yeah. Like my, I literally remember I was six and I was like, mummy, I want to, I want a sister, I want a sister, I want a sister. So, (laughs) you know, like when you're the eldest, you have a child. Does that make sense? Like you have a child that you look after when you're the eldest. So for me, I felt I had that internal instinct where I will always look after my sister. If she needs anything, you know, I will have it there for her. So it's like being a mum for me was... It was always there. Does that make sense? Yeah, I always yeah, wanted always to. Yeah. And then, so what about the time that you actually be, you found out you was going to become a mum? Like, how did you actually feel? Um, you know what? As much as... And, how can I put it? I was, oh, I was excited, but I was still shocked. Yeah, I was still yeah. like, oh, like, what? I'm going to be a mum. Like, actually... Was it a surprise or did you plan it? Um... I think it was like a bit of both. I mean, at the time, yeah. um, it was a case of, okay, yes, you know, we both would like a child. And um, if we have a child... Like if it happens, happens, Yes, it will be it. such a blessing, you know? Yeah. So when I found out, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be a mum. And then it, it was uh, a mix, mixed emotions. Yeah. Because you go yeah. from being excited to being to probably being a bit emotional to like, oh, my gosh, this is real. So I think yeah. you, you, I encountered all the different emotions in one. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then what about once you had your son, what was it like for you adjusting to motherhood? Um, I could probably say that I, for me personally, I've been very blessed to have such a good family unit. Yeah. Um, I felt, I think what it is, when I found out I was pregnant, like I said before, it was mixed emotions. And then yeah. I went into planning mode. Obviously, being a teacher, being organised, you know, that's yeah. my thing. So for me, it was like, okay, let's put money aside. Uh, you know, I need to get the cot, the Moses basket, the buggy. Yeah, yeah. So I went into, like, planning mode, preparation mode. And obviously, as most mums know, when you get to the nesting period, where you're putting, you <laughs> yeah. know, everyone's, you're cleaning, you're putting things in place before the baby comes. Um yeah. So for me, adjusting to motherhood, I, I wouldn't use the word easy. I would probably yeah. say I adjusted accordingly. Yeah. Accord, as That's as accordingly as I could, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. No, that does. And that's good to hear as well, to be fair. And uh, it's good, like you said, that you felt you was organised and your teacher skills really did shine through oh, yeah. <laughs> and helped you to get through that. So that's really good. So do you, did you ever feel, though, obviously you adjusted really well, but 
after you had him and stuff, did you ever feel like maybe you lost your identity a little bit? Um, you know what, a, a tiny bit. Because before then, I used to, I don't know if I should say this, but I'm going to say it. I used to rave. I used to be okay. out. Like, I'm not gonna, I, I was I was always out. Like I used to be out. Yeah, I had a raven face. Literally, so <laughs> literally just out with my friends, socialising. Because obviously when you're not a mum, you've got the freedom yeah. to get up and just go. So yeah, for yeah, me, yeah, exactly. it was a case of, oh, I can't get up and go. I've, I've got a baby. So it's like, I wouldn't say I lost myself, but a part of me had to kind of be like, okay, this is who I am. I'm Nicole the mum but eventually yeah. I will be that mum that will still kind of socialise and have fun um, if that but, makes sense. So that's interesting to hear yeah so did you then so you're saying like from the beginning you always knew that the time will come where you'll get that chance to be you again but for now it's just you're focusing on being a mum. Yeah I mean for me my son he still obviously is number one but for me all my focus all my attention went into him right no one was going to get in between me and him. I was happy. I made sure I was happy. I made sure I was positive because I, I strongly believe that your energy and your vibes will have an impact on your child. So for yeah, me, yeah. I knew I would get back to that old way, but it, I wasn't in a rush. And to be fair, um, obviously, I couldn't go out as much as I used to, but it didn't really bother me, if I'm making sense. Yeah, yeah. Whether or not yeah. I... I went out because I think as a mum, things, what you used to do, what you did, it started to change. So maybe if you, if you were a raver, you might tend to, I don't know, meet up and go to the coffee shop or you might you yeah. know, prefer to go to the bar or maybe your interests might change, you know? Yeah, like it, I get that because I do think even now, and it's, I don't think it's necessarily because I'm a mum, yeah. but... I don't really enjoy going into a rave as much. Like I said, I prefer to go to a yeah. bar or like those types yeah. of things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I, that that's, but that's really good to hear because I feel like, unlike me, I really felt like I lost myself. But I don't think it was more like, the. I think for me, I was kind of in a, um, a weird space with my career and stuff. Whereas I know for you, you kind of, well, you, well, you're a teacher, obviously, but wasn't you doing your masters as well? Uh, I don't know. I don't even know how I did it. <laughs> honestly, like, obviously, when I found out I was pregnant, I was in my uh, oh gosh, what year was I? I think I was coming towards the end of the first year, going into the second wow. year because the masters was two years part time, and I was like, how yeah. am I going to do this? Am I going to defer the year and do it as a three year or continue? And I just wanted to do it and get it out of the way. So, yeah. you know, I made that trip to university once a week with my pregnant self. <laughs> I did the journey, <laughs> you know, I went to the library, still met up with my tutor, went to the seminars and whatnot. Um, obviously, what's Joshua... Did you feel like you had an extra... Sorry. That's okay. Do you feel like you had an extra, um, like, a stronger motivation yes. to want to get it done yes. now that you're... Yeah, I think for yeah. me, I had, it's weird because you, as a mum, I don't know where we get the strength from, but when you're a mum or yeah. you're expecting you, that drive, for me, it was, I'm going to do this. I don't care. I'm going to do it for me. I'm going to prove that if I can do it, other mums can do it as well. I wanted to kind of be that, that forefront of this is what I can do. And if you're a mum, yeah. you can definitely do it too. Yeah. It's not easy. Yeah. It's not, it wasn't easy. 
at times I used to yeah. cry and think I can't do this like I, I can't this is too much but when I look back at my graduation pictures I thought I did it with a newborn baby breastfeeding in one hand and typing at the computer on the other hand and doing the <laughs> wow. dissertation um it wasn't easy but you're right that motivation that drive it, it just yeah. came from somewhere and I just went for it and what I really liked about what you just said there is like how even from that jump you was like I'm gonna show that other yeah. moms can do this because I've only got to that point probably like five six months okay ago. but it's nice that you actually but I do also think maybe that is because you had something still going for yourself just you that kind of kept you still Nicole you know yeah why you was a mom. it's funny you say that because even today um I was having this conversation with a friend and I said would I do it differently um probably yeah. not I think I still you know looking yeah. back I think it was one of the best decisions I ever made because I can say that you know I've got a master's and I did it while I was pregnant and I did it with a newborn yeah. with a newborn um so yeah, yeah, yeah. for me the key word that you said is a, is um a drive and we can yeah, do it yeah. and it's good that you know I know you said that you only realized five months ago but you know what you can realize at the beginning you can realize you can yeah. even realize just I don't know yesterday but <laughs> yeah, once yeah, you yeah. realize it's like wow okay let's go yeah yeah no that's true yeah that's true so do you have any tips for anyone that's kind of like balancing like maybe masters, work, mum life? Like what, what do you think actually got you through apart from the motivation that you can maybe pass on to um, I know we may hear this one all the time, but I think organisation. <laughs> organisation yeah. is... It is oh, a big it's a one, big one. It? I know like, you know, how can you get organised? You've got a newborn baby. Oh, I'm a mum and I'm a mum of three, four, five... Once you kind of find a, when you find a, a routine, um, a sense yeah. of organization that works for you, mm-hmm. it will work. So my tip will be yeah. trying to find organization with what works for your household and your family. It it may yeah, not yeah, mean definitely. you know getting up six o'clock in the morning. It might mean okay, I want to get up at seven o'clock. But I think when you when you when you organize your day to a certain extent it can work however yeah. if your excuse me your day doesn't go according to your plan it's okay you know let's let's yeah, just start yeah. from where you left off Be kind exactly to don't beat yeah. yourself up and i think you know what we're going through now with this lockdown shows that you know yeah. um but i would yeah. say as a tip definitely um try your best to be organized try 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 your best and i think like it's good because you be like you said you be organized to what works yeah. for you like there's no one way to be no. organized and I think it is important that for example you have just a little bit of structure to your day because then you can feel like you've yeah. done something yeah otherwise you just kind of go with it it feels sometimes you can feel like oh, yeah. I haven't done anything today. yeah but you know you didn't you didn't really have a plan no. to do anything today anyway. but something yeah, constructive no, could be oh okay I've got through a load of washing like yeah, when you're exactly. a mum, that's a big exactly. deal. <laughs> yeah, my to-do list is a crazy thing. People probably wouldn't expect it to say it, but like you said, I just want to tick things oh off. Oh my God, so I, I thought that was just me. I, I like to tick or highlight. <laughs> yeah, literally, tick, love a t- t- uh, checklist. Yeah. So was your, was your confidence affected at all when you became a mum? 
yeah wait um yeah you know what you know what a vision just came back to me when I had my son literally (laughs) I remember um you know I was able you know when you're able to go out for the first time I was scared to go down to the shop with him I don't know what it was I was scared to go to the corner shop I just ended up literally walking to the top of my road and then coming back home no way! Did I didn't even go. go to the shop, and I was like, "What? I don't know what. I don't know what it was. Even till this day, I don't know why I was so scared. And obviously, now that was a part of my confidence, but I don't know what it was. I don't yeah. know if it's a case of I wasn't confident just to go to the shop with my newborn baby. Yeah. Um, but, wow. But you know what? I've had a lot of the mums on here have said the same. Like. Some of them were, didn't even go out at all for for, for ages because they're just so yeah. anxious of, I don't know, yeah. the baby crying or something, and you're just not able to handle yeah. it in public. <laughs> like, I'd rather just stay in home. your comfort zone, isn't it? Um, yeah, I think exactly another that. aspect of my confidence was probably you know we've all been there the whole weight issue thing. Yeah, oh, I'm not yeah, gonna yeah. go into it because. but you know what like that's okay and it it took me a while to lose the weight because for me I was so um besotted with my son I still am but I was besotted with my son I was like I don't care what I look like if I want that chocolate I'm gonna buy it like don't talk to me about my weight let me just enjoy my son but eventually I got to the point where okay Nicole yeah let's do something about your weight so I think my confidence was um affected in the first year of being a mum but I yeah a part of me knew that I would get back I would get the confidence back eventually I just had to go through the motions and enjoy being a mum yeah yeah and I remember when I actually first spoke to you like you did push that a lot if you didn't put too much pressure on yourself Uh, no yeah and just kind of when the time's right and it's just what what why do you think like how did you always know that the time would come and you'd be fine? Is it things you'd gone through before and you know you can come out of it? Or, like, In terms of, okay, if we probably use weight loss as an example, like for me, I've always battled with my weight. So I knew I, I could lose it. But I think, from, yeah. okay, for me, I knew the time was right was when I wanted, I was getting ready for his christening. And I saw a dress okay, and yeah. I was like, I'm yeah. going to get into this dress. I don't know how, I don't know when, but getting that dress was my motivation to lose the weight. And then after yeah, that, it kept yeah. going. And luckily for me, way before, you know, I became a mum, I always used to love going to the gym anyway. I loved keeping fit. Yeah, so for yeah. me, doing exercise, I enjoyed it. And then what I tend to do was when the time came and I was like, yeah, I'm on my fitness journey, I just used to exercise at home, you know. Okay. So that was yeah. a, a lot easier. Yeah. Start small. And exactly. Help. But yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. funny because when do you know the time's right? There's always something that will kind of nudge you for when the, the yeah, time's yeah. right. Because obviously you look at yourself every day. You may not see it. But um, I think, yeah. yeah, the christening for me was one of the nudges. That yeah, yeah. And then forward. after that, I just thought, you know what? I started seeing the progressions in my pictures. And, you know, yeah, I did something yeah. about it. And then when I started seeing the progressions, I thought I can keep going. I can keep going. I can keep going. <laughs> yeah and like what I liked what you just said there again is you was like 
the time will come and you'll know because that's another thing, the snapback, the snapback. There's just loads of pressure to look good straight away and not everybody's body Listen, is that built snapback. Like that. This is why social media, you have to be careful with this whole snapping because you, you can have a look and be true, like, oh my God, she just had a baby, she lost the weight, but you don't know her genetical makeup. I know some people yeah, have their yeah, child and they've exactly. gone back and it's like, huh? But that, exactly, Literally. but that's how they, you know, that's their genetical makeup. So I think moms yeah. need to, not, don't be so hard on yourself. Like, you're yeah, already exactly. adjusting, being, especially if you're a first-time mum. No, I shouldn't say that. When you become yes. a mum, full stop. Whether it's your first time. Yeah, I guess every child is different, exactly. isn't it? So maybe it kind of could feel like the new time all over yeah. again. I yeah, guess, definitely. Yeah. It's true. True. So when you was pregnant, you started out mummy and trainers, right? Yeah. So during my maternity, I was like, what can I do to kind of pass the time? At first, it was like, you know what? I want to share my experiences. I want to let people know what I'm going through. Um, As in what, like your pregnancy um, journey? I started it after I had Joshua. So I just wanted to share my everyday today. And if I'm honest with you, at that time, I mean, Joshua's four now. It's not a long, long time ago. But at that time, I didn't really see any mum, black mum bloggers. I'm of Caribbean yeah. descent. So yeah. for me, I didn't see any representation. And I wanted to yeah. kind of be the first. Obviously, it's a journey that's taken kind of like a different direction. Because for me, I started off as, you know, I wanted to share my journey with other mums. I want them to see what I do yeah. with my son as well. But as a teacher, slowly but surely, I started incorporating the learning aspect of it. So I wanted to share. Yeah, which has been yeah. so useful, obviously, yeah. during lockdown. I mean, you know what? I thought this is perfect for parents to see what you can do at home without spending lots of money on toys and on gadgets you know, because it's very easy for us to yeah. go online and order a toy or go online and order something and it comes and then your child's like, oh, okay, I've got a new toy, I've got a new gadget. I want parents to see that your home yeah. is a learning environment. You can use anything yeah. to yeah. help your child with their learning and parents need to understand that early years is, is, is the foundation, hence the foundation stage. It's the fundamental stages that's, that underpins your child's learning journey you know yeah that makes sense yeah yeah and I think it's good because like what me and my husband are one of those people where we don't buy the mm, things like mm. toys because that we, we've noticed they like a toy for a day or even two an hour and over it <laughs> <laughs> literally literally we even bought them scooters not too long ago and they don't even like them anymore and no you like, know what, what? Right? when they're older when when they how old are they are they two <laughs> Too, when yeah. they're a little bit older, you're going to see they're going to get into it a lot more. Trust me, especially when they start seeing other children with their scooters as well. Yeah, it's funny you say that because we did go outside today and they saw another kid on a scooter. There you go. Suddenly <laughs> loved them again. No, no, it's true. It's funny you say that. But no, it's good to know because I'm especially during yeah. even more during lockdown. Yeah. So I'll be honest. Before lockdown, we didn't do much activities at home, but. Now we are here. I am literally, I'm on your page. I'm on, on Google yeah. trying to find different things that you can do with the kids at home. That's learn, they're learning from as well. Oh, they, they, they soak they? up everything. For me, it's just literally, 
it's all about exposure. It's all about exposing. Because some people say, aren't they too young to learn this? Are, not, are they not too young to learn that? Children are never too young. You know, they soak up everything. Yeah. And just expose them to walks around. Like right now, the weather's lovely. It's hot. Get in the garden, get a bowl, yeah. get some water, put in whatever in the water, providing it's child-friendly. Just watch them play. Like, water play is yeah. one of my favourite for children. I know parents might not like it because their child might get wet, but... I know. I know, that's me. I'm that mum. <laughs> really. I am that mum, I can't lie. But it is lovely to see them, like you're yeah. saying, you leave them to it and they're yeah. just they're so If it's creative. safe, it's, you know, you're giving them safe equipment to use. Um, just watch them and just because yeah. obviously within my field we observe children a lot we observe and we write notes and we yeah. observe how a child plays we observe how they interact are they critical thinkers you know do they work well within a group and yeah. when you sit you can sit back and just watch the twins you will see yeah how they may work together and then you will see how individual yeah. they are um, because lots of people forget, yes, they're twins, but they're individual in their own right, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. It's true, because I thought we've been to, like, review mm-hmm. meetings and stuff, and they make them do certain things, and I've, I've noticed in those sessions what yeah. what their strengths are, and I think, yeah, oh, you could do that. and But then one could do it, yeah. and the other one can't. So, yeah, it's actually quite interesting to see that. So would you say then for like mummy and trainers, what would you say is like the biggest benefit for parents and children? Would you say is like the exposure? Um, for mummy and trainers, the biggest benefit I'll probably say is for me is letting parents know how simple it is for your child to learn and play. For me, it's all about yeah. learning through play. And it's the fact that yeah, you can yeah. just use whatever's in your household and you can just have fun. You know that old traditional thing of children just prefer the box than the toy? That's the truth. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 I've got my it. son into the thing <laughs> yeah. now where if he sees an empty box, he wants to keep it because he wants to make a big, he wants to make a castle. So I'm on the hunt now for any yeah. large box that we may find I've got to keep it because he wants to make a large castle. You know, so it's simple. Yeah. It's so, that's so good, honestly. It's so good because I'm the same. I have we recycle. So there's so many boxes and stuff, and I think I reckon you probably make yes. like a little robot out of this, or you know, something like that. Yes, so it's such a good Definitely. idea, honestly. <clears throat> it is. So, um, what about yourself? So, how important is it for you to have a life outside of your? Oh life? gosh. Um... That, you know what? Yeah, can I say? I never thought of that, you know. It is important. It is important. But I think it's yeah. having um, a life outside. I can't, I can't imagine it. I mean, I'll just, you just got me on the spot right here. Um, it is important. <laughs> I think it's just finding the balance. So for me, so say, for example, yeah. one of my friends might say, oh, Nicole, do you want to go to the bar or you know, there's a concert coming up, then I would make I would make an extra effort to go because obviously I think sometimes yeah. there may not be opportunities to go out, especially if you may have friends yeah. who may not have children yet, you know, or their children yeah, are older. Yeah, exactly. So I think if the opportunity is yeah. there, I will, you know, make sure as you as we all do, you've got a babysitter, you've got things in place. But I think for me it's just 
preparing is trying to plan in advance although we sometimes can't do that you know so it, it is yeah, important yeah yeah, yeah, can, yeah. I make do with it. you know what's around and if someone does say oh Nicole there's something happening in two weeks time do you want to go I'll be like yeah and luckily for me my friends will give me that time and say oh Nick get a babysitter um there's something coming up and I'll make the effort yeah. to go because it's it's good to kind of be you to go out and have fun yeah, yeah, just just forget. Yeah, just a little bit. Although you check the phone, just you know, are they all right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a little time. bit, but yeah, no, it's true. So, what about like your mummy and trainer stuff? Do you take time out to do like that as well? Because obviously, taking time out is obviously yeah, having fun with your friends. But what like your actual the stuff that mm-hmm. you like your career stuff? Do you take? How do you take time to do that? Should I say? Is it? I guess you're quite um, organised. So is it all about having a routine for you? I to mean, make sure you get at the, time at to the do moment that, or... now, obviously, that there's. I'm still going to school. I'm still teaching. I'm still doing things for school every day. But I think at the moment it is a, yeah. it's a bit easier because there's a little bit more flexibility. Yeah. And bearing in mind these are activities that I actually do with Joshua. So for me, it's yeah, because I yeah, incorporate yeah. it into everyday life. It's a part of what we do because it helps his learning. Um, so it's yeah. a case of incorporating it. But sometimes there might come a time where maybe the odd hour or two a day, if Joshua is busy with an activity or he's doing something or he's sleeping or whatever, I will grab a, maybe an hour or two and just sit down and think about, okay, what else can I do to encourage and help parents with my page? You know, because I think yeah, yeah. as much as, yeah, I'm a teacher and I'm organised, it's it's not easy because I want to make it easy for parents, yeah. but I need to try and incorporate that in for myself as well because I'm doing this for parents, I'm a teacher and I'm a mum. But I think it's, it is a lot. Yeah, and I'm thinking, lot. like, sometimes it's like, whoa, I need, I need a break. I just need five minutes just to chill. And sometimes I do take that five minutes. Yeah. I think I'm not going to do anything. I just want to sit down and just watch TV or just sit down and just just lie down. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And not and not do yeah, and that. not do anything, you know. But um, I would say it's just yeah, it's just timing and fitting it around, and um, not having structure. Yeah. Do you actively try to fit fit that time in weekly? <sighs> um, you know what. In all honesty, as and when. If I'm honest with you, yeah. it's, it's um, yeah. as and when I've I've got the time. However, sometimes I will try and allocate certain times during the week. But as you know, as a mum, you may allocate okay eight o'clock <laughs> in, eight o'clock in the evening. I'm going to do this, and then obviously we all know eight o'clock comes and it works and it goes. <laughs> um, so I yeah, always. Yeah. I always try and allocate times during the during the week, but you know what? It's not easy. So I just kind of um, sometimes I will go with the flow, and sometimes I will say no. I'm going yeah. to allocate this to mummy and trainers at this particular um, time. But for that, I think yeah, it is weekly. But I just literally take it day by day sometimes yeah. as well. Yeah. Thank you very much, day. And then, so, does that ever affect you? Like, do you ever get to, like, breaking point? Or do you feel like this as and when actually works for you? 
like when I say that in a sense that um, you use that same time, like you say, if you just want to chill or you use that same time to do mummy and trainers. But if you don't get that time at all, does that like ever make like affect your mental health or how you're feeling? Um, no, because you know what it is? <coughs> because I remember I'm a mum and I'm a teacher. I yeah. try my best not to let it get to me. Sometimes I think, oh my gosh, I want to do it, but I'm too tired. So I think, you know what, I listen to yeah. my body. But on the flip side, I'm yeah. a morning yeah. person. So I work well in the morning. So for me, yeah. I'd rather get up really early in the morning and and do what yeah, I've got to do. do. So if I get do. up earlier than Joshua, I know that I've got that time to be like, right, I'm going to focus on this. I'm going to do that. However, I say that, and then the next day I might say, you know what, I don't want to get up this morning. I want to relax, so therefore yeah, I will yeah. adjust my day, and I might say, you know what, I'm going to do it in the afternoon while Joshua is busy doing something, or I might do it in the evening when he's sleeping. And this just goes back to saying yeah, to parents, yeah. you know, you can be organised, but don't beat yourself up if your plan doesn't always fall into place. Oh yeah, still yes. be flexible basically. Definitely. Even though you're organized. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that about you. I feel like I'm learn I'm learning taking from what you're saying to me that you I guess that organized spirit in yeah. you always fall, come through and you do always find time to kind of just chill or do yeah. your mummy and trainer stuff. Yeah. And you just make it work. Thank so, you. Yeah, no, I really I really do like that. So we're coming to yeah. the end of the podcast. So um, the well, I okay. have one more question to ask you actually. So if you could go back to Nicole when you was the f- first time, well, the beginning of motherhood, what advice would you give to her? Oh gosh, what advice? Um, about anything as well. I don't know. This is a hard one. Um. <laughs> Like, do you feel like there's anything you've learned now after going through the four years of motherhood that you would want to go back and say to her? The only thing I'll probably say is, as organised as I am, and I do like structure, Yeah. looking back, I probably yeah. would have taken it a little bit more easier. So I think I would have yeah. maybe have yeah. had days where I just might have chilled in the house a, couple, a bit more rather than to supposed to yeah. I have to go yeah. out I have to do something <laughs> if that made sense yeah so yeah. I think yeah I probably would have yeah, had no, a couple more like take yeah. it a bit more easy on yourself and not yeah more yeah flexible yeah, yeah. yeah. looking back now definitely yeah okay well that sounds good now I like to end the podcast asking all the mums two questions so the first question is what does motherhood mean to you Oh, gosh, motherhood means to me oh, love. Motherhood for me, that's the first yeah. word that comes, love. Love, yeah. love your child, yeah. love is a big deal, you know. Um, it's a love, it is. It's a love that you never experience. It's a love that you crazy. give. It's the love that you get back. Like today, my son just gave me a hug and said, oh, mommy, I want to hug yeah. you because I love you. And, you know, just saying to your child that you love them unconditionally, you give them hugs and you give them kisses. It's like 
it's you know when they get older they really will appreciate that so love love for me is a big, yeah, is a big important factor yeah, I love that one. And then the next one, because I'm of the yeah, yeah. queen of self care, <laughs> you have the whole, you have the whole day to yourself. How are you spending it? Whole day to myself, probably get up in the morning. Yeah. Um. Exercise. Yeah. Do a little exercise at home. Yeah. And you know what? I will just probably just chill, watch TV. Yeah, probably read a book, eat a bit of chocolate. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Right, that's that's my thing. <laughs> Don't eat it freely. No one no, asking you. <laughs> um, yeah, and just literally, just relax and probably not be on my phone. Yeah, although that'd be a good one, yeah, actually, we'll try it? to. But yeah, the world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that sounds good. Like a proper yeah. relaxing, chill day. Then hopefully you feel yeah, refreshed fully charged, refreshed at the end of it. Yeah, no, that sounds good. So where can everybody so find you on social media? So on social media, you can find me on at Mummy and Trainers on Instagram, at Mummy and Trainers on Twitter as well. You can email me at hi, okay. hi at uk for any questions you may have in regards to okay. um, my early years consultancy and my early years teaching as well okay and i'll put that all in the description awesome. box for anyone thank as you. well yeah, so you can just see it there so honestly thank, thank you. you again and th- for joining me on the podcast and sharing all your tips i really appreciate it and thank you for having me i just really enjoyed it um it's been such a pleasure as well just oh, speaking to you, you freely and openly and being honest yeah, yeah, thank and you. I love that about you. You've been really open and honest, and you've—I just feel like really given some really. Thank you so much. Tips, I appreciate so it. Thank you. Thank you again to Nicole for joining me and thank you for being so open and honest with us. The highlight point that I'd like to speak about today is being organised yet flexible. Now, I loved how organised Nicole is and how that's helped her to balance all the different aspects of her life. And I'm the same as well. I use a lot of organisation to kind of help me get through mum life and life in general. Like, for example, I, I I have a routine with the twins and I think that kind of helps me get through the day to make sure I get certain things done um and yeah so I think structure is very important in in anybody's life I guess I was going to say in family life but in anybody's life um structure to a certain extent is important but I think we have to make sure that we're flexible with that structure and I think even Nicole said like she could go back that's probably one thing she'd say to herself like be a bit more flexible and it's the same with me I think in the past I've been so obsessed with structure or obsessive a routine there something doesn't go right you start to stress yourself out and get a bit overwhelmed that you haven't done what you wanted to do but um yeah I just think as as parents especially we have to make sure we have that flexibility because as much as we love structure and routine children are a bit hard to control so you do have to kind of go with the flow to a certain extent so yes I just wanted to kind of point that out for anybody that was like I guess how I used to act get so overwhelmed and so stressed out when something doesn't go to their plan 
just be open just be flexible and also another thing me Nicole spoke about is just having a small checklist of what you'd like to do for the day and it can be as small as fold the washing or it could be as big as update my new website for my business but it's just it helps to just feel like you've done something in the day sometimes the day can just feel all wrapped up in one and it feels like you haven't done anything but if you put a little bit of a list together you feel accomplished at the end of the day so yeah that's a little tip for anybody there another thing I'd like to mention is Nicole spoke about the reason why she started mummy and trainers is the fact that there was a lack of representation in the mum instagram slash blogger world and she wanted to i guess come and say talk about her journey so that people that looked like her can relate to her this is something that i spoke about on another episode um episode two i think it is with michelle and she spoke about that's the reason why she started her blog and i figured this is a good thing to bring up obviously with everything that's going on these last few weeks there's been loads of conversation about racism and inequality and there's been protests and I'm not gonna start pretending that I'm an expert in any of these things I'm really not I can only go off my own personal experiences but um what I wanted to point out was that for me um just like Michelle just like Nicole I started Mums That Me because of the lack of representation as well not just Mums That Me even Silly Crystal my personal page I started those because of the lack of representation and don't get me wrong I love some of the mums that do dominate the mum blogger world industry I love their content but I think we can all be honest and agree that a lot of them do look a certain way and there's not many black mums that dominate this industry unfortunately and I think um yeah so I think it's amazing that you know a a lot of us black mums are taking the step to be creating our own platforms and our own social media pages and stuff so that we can actually show representation um but yeah and I think also another thing for me is like I said mums that meet was built with inclusivity in mind because I think there's loads of mum platforms um but I think sometimes um like the white mums stick with the white mums and the black mums stick with the black mums now I don't necessarily think this is a bad thing because I think we do have a lot of similarities so it's easier to relate to each other um culturally and that kind of will help us get over certain things that may be um for example in in, like as a black African mum I know I have had other black African mums relate to me on certain things and that helps us to get through something together because they know exactly how to deal with it but I think um that doesn't mean that we cannot learn from each other and educate each other as mums like mums come in all different shapes and sizes and I think we need to remember that so I think that's what I want to try and do and it's what I have been trying to do to be fair have mums that may be an inclusive platform where we can all come together to help educate each other learn from each other and just enjoy each other to be fair and I think if we can do that then hopefully we can then take what we learn back home and hopefully get rid of this cycle of racism and inequality that some of us have had to deal with our parents have had to deal with our grandparents have had to deal with and so forth um but yeah like I said I'm in no way shape or form an expert and I'm learning just as a lot of other people are learning I've I've learned so much even about black history <laughs> within these last few weeks 
it really has been nice to see mums who aren't black go out of their way to actually listen to some of the struggles some of us black mums have been through or black people to be fair let's not even be specific to mums that as black people as a community have been through it has been really refreshing to see that and um maybe my my only advice i'd say to mums who aren't black maybe something you could do is just see how many black mums you are following and if you want have a look have a look at what other black mums are out there and just add more of it to your feed I think like I said it's easy for us as for example black mums to draw to black mums and white mums to draw to white mums and I guess black mums let's do the same let's try add some more white mums into our feed as well like let's just try come together as one and yeah like I said this this is more for me and I'm sure for a lot of you guys, it's about ensuring that our children live in a better society than we do. Ultimately, that's the goal. So, um, yeah, whatever we can do to try to support that, let's just support that. Thank you again for listening. And to keep up to date, follow at Mums That Me on Instagram or you can follow my personal page at Silla Crystal.